Thank you. Just one. I wanted to get the green light. <laughs> Gabai says, go or go? I'm not a Gabai. If I was a Gabai, I would have looked this way. The board member, the board It's recording. It's recording. <laughs> okay. So, the topic is a Pesach topic. The Zman, the time of the Seder, particularly the time of ending the Seder. We'll see, it's been a, a major halachic issue for centuries and centuries. There's numerous opinions on the matter. And we'll also see a, a dispute, it appears, between the early Chabad Rabbeim and the Rebbe. It seems to be an argument between them. But I'll, uh, you'll hear what I have to say, and then you'll decide if uh, you want to pelt me with stones, or maybe there's something to it. No, there definitely was a dispute. The question is, what's the, the halachic reasoning behind? And we'll see. Everything in Mitzvah will become clear as we go along. So we begin with number one. There's two sheets. There's a number of pieces from Gemara. We have a few Rambams. Of course, we have a piece of Shagasaria. We threw it in. And then there's a well-known tshuva of the Avnei Nezer. It's a, it's a well-known tshuva. <clears throat> Most people only know the last paragraph. For your consumption, we have the whole tshuva. It's not very long. It's number 10. And, of course, we will see what the Avnei Nezer says as well. Here we go. Number one. Number one, the Gemorim Psachim, the very end of Masech Psachim, the Gemara quotes a debate between two Tanoim, Rabbi Akiva versus Rabbi Loza ben Azariah. And the debate is also found earlier in Shas and Masech Tabrachas, but we're quoting it from the end of Psachim. The Tanya, the Zabraise, the Pasuk says in Parshas Boi, the Yidin need to eat the flesh of the carbon Pesach on this night, the night of the 15th at night, not before night, and not. Uh, not too late either. The question is, when is the end time? The early time seems to be clear, Lila. <laughs> when is Lila? Well, that's, you know, who knows when Lila is? Sundown, Seisekechavim. But whenever Lila is, the Bapashus, the Gemara already establishes in the beginning of Brochus and in the beginning of Shabbos, Lila is when the stars come out. Fact. The issue is that after the sun sets, it could be the stars have already uh, um, appeared. That's why we have a twilight zone, Ben Ashmoshes. The reason Ben Ashmoshes is questionable day or night is because it may already be Seisakachavim. But definitely night depends on the stars. Okay. The question is until when can you eat the carbon Pesach? So says Rabbi Loza ben Azariah, Rabbi Loza ben Azariah, it says here, Balayla has it. It says by the meat of the carbon Pesach, you got to eat it, Balayla. It says elsewhere, also in Parshas Boy, concerning Makas Bechayrus, Vavarti Beretz Misrayim Balayla Azeh. God says, I will pass through Egypt on this very night. Malahalan Adchatzais. When did they wish to smite the firstborns? It wasn't the beginning of the night, it wasn't at the end, it was Chatzais, exactly Chatzais. So Afkan Sotu here, Adchatzais. So just like the Abish to smote the Mitzrayim by midnight or at midnight, so too when it, the word Balayla appears in both places. Just like by Makas Becheris it means Be'emtsa midnight, so too by the Korban Pesach you have to eat it by midnight. 
And you're probably wondering, the Abisha didn't smite the firstborn by midnight, he did it at midnight. Maybe you have to eat the carbon Pesach itself on the moment of midnight. So that's what the Avnei Nezer is going to discuss. I will tell you that in the world of the Briska, the Soloveitchik family, the Briska world, there's no such thing as midnight. Midnight is a non-existence. You have the first part of the night, and the moment the first part of the night ends, the next moment is the second part of the night. There is no moment of midnight. You have the first half, and you have the second half. You have the last millisecond of the first half, and the next millisecond is already the second half. So, the Velvel of Brisk said the same thing with death. There's no moment of death. There's life, you have the last millisecond of life, and the next millisecond, if it's no longer life, is death. He said that's how it worked. By the last millisecond of the first half of the night, there was still life. By the next millisecond, which already introduced the second half, there was already death. So neither death or midnight are actually, uh, you know, there's actually a, a moment on the clock when you can pinpoint them. Anyhow, but that's what they that's say in the Brisker world. What? That's it every, every time, not just the midnight. Okay, fine. Yeah. Fine, fine. Either way, either way. <clears throat> Let's not get carried away with the philosophy behind it. But this is uh, Rabbi Lazar ben Azariah says, before midnight, and it's biblical. Minatoira, you have to eat before midnight. Rabbi Akiva, who was a colleague of Rabbi ben Azariah, he was older than him, but he responds, It says in Parshish Boy, you should eat it in haste. What does it mean you should eat the carbon Pesach in haste? The Yidin were stuck in their homes that night, the night of the 15th of Nisan, the night of Makas Bechairis. The Yidin sheltered themselves in their homes. They plastered the doorposts and the lintel with blood. They were indoors till the morning. They couldn't leave till dawn. What do you mean? They, why did they have to eat the carbon Pesach in haste? There's plenty of time. Says Rabbi Kiva, it means ad shas and It means eat it until the moment of haste. The moment of haste was dawn. You see, midnight, Pyro ran and said, Moshe, get out of here. And you know what the Yidin said? We can't. God said we have to stay home till dawn. Pyro said, get out of here. The gates are open. And the Yidin said, we'll take our time. We're going to leave on our own terms. You know, Hashem said you can't leave your homes till dawn. And at that point, you could be sure they ran out. The Yidin, they left hastily. So says Rabbi Kiva, when the Pasuk says in Parshat Boy, you should eat the Karm Pesach in haste, it doesn't mean to stuff it down your throat. It means to eat it until you run out, which means you have till dawn. You have till dawn. So this is the big debate. Rabbi Lazar ben says you have till midnight. Rabbi Kiva says you have till dawn. Go to number two. It's also a Gemara on the same place. On my brother. These days, unfortunately, we have no carbon Pesach. When it comes to Moror, Moror, <coughs> the Gemara brings a debate if Moror these days is rabbinic or biblical. The halacha is only rabbinic. The halacha is that uh, Moror is contingent and dependent on the carbon Pesach. There's no carbon Pesach. Minatoira, there's no Moror. It's just a rabbonon. Matzah, though, matzah, though, is still deiraisa because there's a postage that says, but Edev Toichlu Matzah, nothing to do with the carbon Pesach. See, Moror is always spoken about together with the carbon Pesach. Matzah has a standalone posuk, ba'ed of toichlo matzah. You gotta eat matzah the night of the 15th. And the Gemara learns from there, that's why these days matzah is still um, doiraisa. I'll just throw in a story. <clears throat> We're gonna quote the Avne Nezer, so I'll just quote a Maisa, that the Avne Nezer, Bavremel of Sochachov, 
was an incredible genius in Poland. He was an uh, unwell person physically. He had problems breathing. In fact, he once had to travel to some Carpathian Mountains, I don't know, some mountain region to get fresh air. And uh, they said it was better for his lungs or something. And his attendant looks around. He can't find the old rabbi. He, f- he, f- he searches. He sees the Avni Nezer had run down the entire mountain like a young man, like a young bacher. So the attendant runs. He's puffing and puffing. He says, Rabbi, what are you doing? What are you running for? He says, you didn't hear the women singing on top of the mountain? <laughs> so he ran, he ran like a kid down, the, you know, down to the bottom of the mountain. Anyhow, <clears throat> but the, he was a son-in-law of the Mendel of Kotsk, Rabbi Nachman Mendel Morgenstern, the famous, famous Kotsk Rebbe. You're talking in the times of the Tzemach Tzedek. The Kotsk passed away, in fact, a few years before the Tzemach Tzedek. <clears throat> and uh, after he passed away, the Avne Nezer went to the Kotzka's student, the Chidushe Harim, Rabbi Yitzchak Meir of Gur. And when the Chidushe Harim passed away, which was the same year that Tzemach Tzedek passed away, 1866, the Avne Nezer was still a young man. He went to Chanoich Henech Alexander, the Alexander Chidim. He went to the Alexander Rebbe. And only later in life did he become a Rebbe in Sochachov, the Avne Nezer. His name was Avram Ravremel Borenstein. Borenstein was his last name. And while he was a practicing Rebbe and mainly a Rosh Hashiv in Sochachov, an old Yid once came to visit him. And this old Yid, decades before, was a Chosid of the Kotzker. And the Avne Nezer remembered him. And it was a beautiful thing to see one of the older chassidim from Ishver from 40, 50 years earlier. And they had a discussion. And this older Yid asked the Avne Nezer, whatever happened that Pesach when you guys were in Kotsk? Well, the story was like this. With the last 20 years of the Kotzker's life, he unfortunately, he, uh, he lived as a hermit in his room. Very little interaction with his chassidim. And that's why one of his chassidim... Um, Rabbi Leiner became an Ishbitzer Rebbe. He broke away from his Rebbe because the Kotzka was almost inaccessible. <clears throat> but it was once on Pesach and there were a few people sitting around the table and the Kotzka came to Moror and he had all this Moror by his plate and he wasn't giving it out. And the people that were there, you know, the Kotzka was a fiery man. In fact, the Rebbe actually once told, you see on a video, he told one of the Kotzka's Eneklech, the Kotzka was a sharper, very sharp. And the Rebbe was telling this guy, therefore, this guy came by the Rebbe, I'm an enikul of the Kotzka. So the Rebbe said, you can't, you have a responsibility then, you have to keep on the legacy of the Kotzka. So the Chassidim didn't want to ask the Kotzka for more, you know, he would curse them. So that, so one of them nudged the Avne Nezer, the Kotzka's son-in-law, you know, maybe you could get your shver to pass around the more. So the Avne Nezer, <clears throat> on the spot, he tells his shver, there's a debate in Gemara if more is biblical these days or rabbinic. It can't be rabbinic. I have a proof from tonight that it must be biblical. Because if it's rabbinic, why isn't the rabbi giving it out? <laughs> that was a cute thing that he said. So it was a cute vart. Yeah, but the Kotzker all of a sudden said, you're right. And as he was giving out the moror, he screams, moror fressers. And he screamed that. And the chassidim was so afraid, they, they left the table. So the Kotzker was sitting there with his son-in-law, the Avne Nezer. And they were schmoozing about the Haggadah. Then the Kotzka looks around and he sees nobody's there. So he asked the Mashar, the attendant, where's the Olam? He said they ran for their lives after you screamed at them. 
He says, I wasn't screaming at the people here. And that was the end of the story. So later they explained what the Kotzker meant was when he said, Mora Fressers. He said, Abishta. He was talking to God, Abishta. The Yidin down there are pressing more a whole year. You satiate us with Tzoros. You give the Yidin so many issues a whole year. We're pressing more a whole year. Enough already. Enough more. Abishta, you give us too much more. We're pressing it. Every moment there's more day in, day out. That's what he meant. But uh, anyhow, I'll cop on him. More these days, we pass in his rabbinic. And uh, matzah, though, is biblical because there's a pasuk that said you gotta eat matzah, nothing to do with carbon pesach. The ed of toichel matzah. As a slight aside, um, if you have um, you have two yidden, and uh, is it better that uh, one yid should have the complete shear of something, or two should share it? And neither will have the shear. Yeah. That's a good question. That needs a shear on its own. It's a there's a big. Matzah, there's, matzah, a, there's a. There's a. You know what? Here. Huh? According to many Paiskim, there's no such thing as Chatzis Shir by a mitzvah. Right? We know we pass when it comes to prohibition, even half the Shir is Osram Minatayra like Rabbi Yechon. But when it comes to a mitzvah, if you do only part, is it an Indian Minatayra? So those that hold that it isn't, it's nothing, would definitely say, better one guy eat the matzah. At least something will happen. But the Chidah, there are those who say that Minatayra, there is, there is a Chatzis Shir by a mitzvah. So if you have two people doing half the Shir, and one, or one guy doing the whole and the other guy doing nothing might be a question. I would still assume better one guy do the whole mitzvah, but uh, it might have to do with that debate if there's chatzi shir by a mitzvah. But either way, either way, that's a good question. And, uh, maybe some point we'll readdress it. But back to number two. So Rav says like this. These days you eat matzah. It's biblical to eat matzah these days because even though there's no korban Pesach, doesn't matter. Be'ed of toichel matzah, you gotta eat matzah regardless. But says Rav, if you eat it after chatzois, Rabbi ben Azariah lo yotzi yidei ben Azariah holds, comes chatzois, the night is over. Just like you can't eat the korban Pesach after chatzois, we saw in number one, matzah is the same thing. And morer, and also telling over the Haggadah, it all stops at chatzois. All the mitzvahs are, are compared to each other. In fact, frech the Gemara Pshit, isn't that obvious? Says the Gemara, Kivan the Itkish le Pesach, Matzah and the Korban Pesach are compared to each other. Al Matzah sumeroidim yechlu, we compare the Matzah to the Pesach. So obviously, ke Pesach domi. So what's, it's like, what's Rav's Chiddush? Says the Gemara, no. Mahu the Tema, you might have thought, Ha'afke krom hekesha. The Torah excluded Matzah from being compared to Korban Pesach from the very fact that today it's biblical to eat Matzah. Now, you have one pasuk where the Torah puts the matzah together with carbon pesach, but you have another pasuk be'ed of toichel matzis, which teaches us it's nothing to do with carbon pesach. And even though today there's no carbon, you still have to eat matzah. So you might have thought that maybe the time of matzah is also different than the carbon pesach. So kamash and that's why Rava says that. Uh, um, Lemilsa kamaisa hadre. That when the Torah says you have to eat matzah, although there's no carbon Pesach, but it's still, it's still compared to carbon Pesach as far as the time. Okay, let's just leave it at that. What we have so far is like this. According to Belaza ben Azariah, when midnight comes, you can't do the carbon Pesach, you can't eat matzah, not murr, and you can't do sipur, yitzis, mitzrayim, you can't say agada. According to Rabbi Kiv, it all goes until dawn. Okay. So the question is, who do we pass on like? So go to number three. 
Number three, you have a Rambam. Mitzvah asem in our It's a mitzvah in our Torah. Lechol matzah to eat matzah on the night of the fifteenth. Shenem mar ba'edev toichol matzah. You always have to. Bechol makum or bechol zman. I don't care. You're in Antarctica. You're in the North Pole. Wherever you are, whenever. V'loy tol achilazu bekarbon pesach. It's not contingent on the carbon. No, elazu. It's a mitzvah b'fatzma. Umitzvas are kol halayla. Eating matzah goes a whole night, like Rabbi Akiva. Bishar or regal, but the rest of Pesach, eating matzah is a rishus. You could eat uh, potatoes a whole Pesach. If you want to eat matzah, you eat. You want to eat rice or doichen, you eat the sfardi, or you want to eat um, uh, um, different things. Belel chamisha also bovad only. The night of the 15th is an obligation. And once he had a kazais, you're good to go. That's all the Abishta wants. It seems like he's passing like Rabbi Akiva. He definitely is. He definitely is. According to Rabbi and Azariah, you don't have a whole night to eat matzah. Fine. Look at number four. Number four is a Rambam, not about matzah, but about Korban Pesach. Kvar biyarnu bekama mekoymus. We said many places. She'ein ha-Pesach nechol elad chatzos. The carbon Pesach stops at midnight, but it's only Drabonon. Because if you have a whole night, yeah, have plenty of time before you know it. It's, it's, uh, it's dawn. If there's a deadline, an early deadline, you get your act together. The biblical, the whole night till dawn. So the Rambam in both cases is passing like Rabbi Kiva. Legabe the carbon Pesach all night. Matzah all night. But there's one difference. When it comes to the carbon Pesach, the Rambam says... Rabbinically, you have to stop at midnight. You've got to get it in by midnight. When it comes to matzah, number three, the Rambam doesn't mention midnight. What's going on over there? What? Just a technical question. You know that uh, at the time of the Rambam, how was the midnight determined? There were no clocks that were efficient that would work in the dark. They only had solar clocks. However, they always, the, the, you know, the middle of the night, you know, you had their well, hourglasses, the they had hourglasses. <laughs> they, they, you're saying they didn't know the exact moment. They're roughly well, the close point. enough. So the brisker are right, there is no exact No, 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 the brisker is talking in the eyes of, the, in the today, ultimate truth clock. of the matter. No, I know, but even today, there is no midnight, they're right. It's an arbitrary determination. No, 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 the brisker idea call. is that midnight is just an illusion. There is, it's, it's, a, it's a, Who? Oh, we're gonna well, we're gonna see, we're gonna see, we're gonna, we're, we're, we're gonna we're, no, 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 we're gonna see. It's fascinating, much fascinating. All right. So th- this is an issue that I remember years ago. I was wondering. You learn the Rambam very strange. In both scenarios, the Rambam passes like Rabbi Akiva. Both the carbon Pesach and the Matzah. The Rambam says you have a whole night, but by the carbon Pesach he throws in the midnight business. He doesn't throw it in by the Matzah. What, what's the pshat? In the beginning of Masech de Brachas. The Mishnah there says there are many mitzvahs that go a whole night, but the Chachobim said do it by midnight as a precaution. Kriyishma. Kriyishma, the Torah says you read it, which Rabbi Eliezer translates that to mean when you go to sleep, so it's only the first part of the night. But we translate to mean while you are sleeping. So it's the entire night till dawn. The Chachomim say that do it by midnight, uh, you know, as a precaution. We always say that you got to do it by midnight as a precaution. There are many korbanas that uh, you're allowed to eat the today at 3 p.m. It's all done. You can eat the meat today and tonight until dawn. Many korbanas have day and night till dawn. 
That's biblical. The Chacham said you got to end it by midnight as a precautionary measure. So you would think matzah should be no different. Why would matzah be different than Krishna? No, but Krishna, we say by midnight, like you, you would think that the Rambam for some reason omitted it, but uh, the Rambam would agree, yes, if he was here, he would say, yes, you should stop by Chatzos. And that's how the pre-Chadosh, the Chizkiah de Silva was one of the greatest Sfardisha Poiskim in the end of the 1600s in Eretz Yisrael. He writes in his commentary in Shulchan Aruch that, yes, the Rambam, even though the Rambam's leaning like Rabbi Akiva, that's biblically. Rabbinically, you got to eat your matzah by chatzois. Like every mitzvah that applies at night, you have a safeguard of midnight. But if you look in number five, you'll see Rabbeinu Manoyach disagrees. Rabbeinu Manoyach was one of the Rishonim in the 13th century. We don't know exactly the years, but he lived in uh, Provence, in Narbonne and Lunel. There's a Tysus in Masech Tuchulin that quotes from a certain Rabbeinu Manoyach. And some historians believe it's this Rabbeinu Manoyach over here. But either way, he was one of the great Rishonim. And he has a commentary on parts of Rambam. And is a, he's, a, you know, he's a, a very authoritative Rishon. And this is what he writes on his comments to the Rambam in number three. The Rambam about Matzah. And I read number five. Arminon Bebrachas, we say in Brachas, Kol Masha Amru Ad Anything which the Chacham said till Chatzos, really mitzvah said kol alayla. Minatoira goes a whole night till dawn. Koloimar mitzvah said minatoira. The Mishnah says an expression, anything which ends at Chatzos, minatoira, nothing ends at Chatzos, except for Rebeloza ben Azari on Pesach. But usually the Torah never says anything ends at Chatzos. Chatzos is a rabbinic convention, and they applied it to mitzvahs that biblically go the entire night. And they made a precautionary measure to get it done by Chatzos. But the oid shon, you know, we also saw that loy omru chachom mad chatzos. Why did chachom invent this chatzos business? Kedela harchuk naver is a precautionary measure. Umemele shmas. What do you see from there? That matzah mitzvasa kol alayla minatur matzah goes a whole night. Demidi huta, and he says more than that. He wants to tie that the chachom did not make a precautionary measure by matzah. He argues in the Prichadosh. He says the Rambam deliberately omitted any mention of midnight by the Matzah. Because midi time, but you know why by Pesach there's a precautionary measure. You know why? Because if you're going to wait till dawn and you, you, you mix up the clock, you get chorus. If you eat leftover kachim, it's chorus. After Alam of the Shachar, chorus. So therefore we ended by Chatzos. I. If you didn't finish eating, you're going to end up destroying carbonos that could have been eaten. It's worth it. I, if you ended by chatzois, you might have leftover meat. It's worth it. It's worth it to throw out some good carbonos meat instead of taking the risk of leaving it till dawn. And if someone mixes it up by a moment, he's going to get chorus. It's only by chorus, he says. But by matzah, the less a high time, Mashori. But by matzah, there's no, if you eat matzah too late, you just blew the mitzvah. Yeah, no okay, we learned last week, right? If it's in the middle of the zman, they can kill you. Yeah. But, <laughs> but once the zman ends, they don't hurt you for missing a mitzvah saseh. So therefore, that's what the Ra- And Tadi says, what's my proof? The diuk we, we made ourselves. Shadi Kosav, by matzah, the Rambam says, mitzvah, so call a It's a whole night. 
He left out any mention of Chatzos by the Mats. But Ubishilhi, at the end of the eighth parak of Carbon Pesach, which we, I quoted to you in number four, he says, Mitzvah Sa Pesach is Kololayla, but Chachom said till midnight, as a precautionary measure. Why did the Rambam write it by the Carbon Pesach and not by the Mats? It's simple. By the Carbon Pesach, you're running into an issue of chorus. By the Mats, you're not running into chorus. Eating the pre-Chadosh vehemently disagrees. The pre-Chadosh okay, was a couple hundred years later, but the pre-Chadosh is no small fish. It's a big fish. And he says that the Rambam... Forgot? Yeah. Like it doesn't... He didn't put it in because he expects you to realize it's no different, let's say, than Krishna. Look, in fact, look at number seven. I threw I in a Shagas... Well, let's... let's, let's... The Rambam wrote it in Krishna, which comes before Matzah. So, he, he, you know, by the... You, Krishna isn't safe from Mata. When you come to Zmanim and you learn Matzah, you, it's still fresh in your mind. Why, why, uh, yeah. Well, let's see, let's see. Let, let's have a look. Yeah, mistakes. sorry. Why eating Pesach after Zman is Karas and Matzah is not Karas? Because Be- Matzah is also Karas. No, 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 no. It's just a, no, it's just a mitzvah sase. If you eat Matzah too late, there's no problem in the Matzah. You just missed out on the mitzvah. Okay, so it's, it's no, but no, no. If you eat the Korban Pesach late... Not mm. only you didn't get the mitzvah of eating it, us, when it comes to kodshim, after this man things, it becomes a bomb. It's a, it's a, it becomes poison. It's chorus. Now look at number seven. This is a shagasaria. I just quoted the beginning and the end. It's Simon Dalit. And the shagasaria actually here, he takes on the Rambam. And the shagasaria goes head to head and he throws the Rambam out of the... He has a number of kashas and he throws him out the window. It's amazing. Shagasaria was recently, passes away in, uh, in 1785. But. Uh, Who is the Shagasaria again? Oh, he says, Rabbi Arya Leib Ginsburg. Rabbi Arya Leib Ginsburg, he lived for 90 years. He was uh, the Tzemach Tzedek. The Tzemach Tzedek, when he quotes the Shagasaria in a tshuva, in a letter, he says, My whole body shakes when I quote from this Gon who the entire. Shas was in front of his eyes like a Shulchan Aruch. Some say 600, 1,000, yeah, definitely more than me. And the Shagas Arya says in number seven, he, he asked the following question. We know Zman Krishma of Arvis, evening Shema, goes until dawn. Can you wait till, till right before dawn or not? In other words, do we hold about the safeguard of midnight by Krishna? <coughs> so he says, you've got to know the Rambam. The Rambam writes in Perakalaf of Krishna. <clears throat> Ezes, man Krishna, what's the time of Shema? Balayla says the Rambam, mitzvosa, from the time of Yitzis Kechov, when the stars <clears throat> emerge. Ad chasa till midnight. The Rambam brings midnight by Shema. The Rambam says, Vim avar if somebody delayed, the Korah and you read, Ad shaloi Allah, before dawn, your Yitzah. I, what about midnight? Says the Rambam. You know why they mention midnight? Just as a safeguard, if you leave it the whole night, oh, I have six, seven hours left, you'll fall asleep and you'll wake up after dawn. So the Shagasari says, The first kash is like this. If you look in the beginning, the first mission of Brachas, the Mishnah asks, even if you didn't get too far in Shas, you probably saw this Mishnah, <coughs> the first Mishnah. Until when, from when, but also until when can you read the evening Shema? So the Mishnah brings three opinions. 
Rabbi Eliezer says till the end of the first watch, which is either a third or a quarter of the night. till midnight. It sounds from the Mishnah that Chacham and Rabbi Gamliel are having a debate. Chacham say there's a safeguard. Chacham agree biblically you have a whole night because Minat to say it stops at midnight wouldn't make sense. Chachamim say. Minatur, you have a whole night, but there's a safeguard of midnight. Ramil disagrees. Now, who does the Rambam Paskin like then? Like Chachamim. I mean, we have three opinions in the Mishnah, the, and the only Chachamim said the safeguard. The Rambam brings the safeguard, so it's a no brainy Paskin like Chachamim. The problem is, if you open a Masech de Brachas on Dav Ches, the Gemara says there clearly the name of Shmuel, Halacha Karabam Gamliel. So the Shagasari has a long pilpul, and he ends up saying, Hilkoch in the next line, Hadover Bor, it's clear to me, not like the Rambam. The Le'inian Kriyashmer, we hold like Rabban Gamliel. The Le'isleah Husok, he does not hold to the safeguard. Imrots, if you want, Shaloy Likris, Atzamach, Hamadashach, if you want to have to away till dawn, or Shush you have the power to do so. Kain Nirali. So the Shagasari and the Vilna Gon and some others, they Paskin, there is no safeguard of midnight when it comes to Kriyashmer. That's not the halacha that we, we are machmer, we are machmer, like the Rambam. But you have this debate. So here's the issue though. <clears throat> According to the Shagasarya, just like Krishna, there's no safeguard, Samatsa, there's no safeguard either. Got it. But according to the Rambam, how could Rabbeinu Manoach say in number five, the Rambam only holds of a safeguard when it comes to a chorus issue, when it comes to Karim Pesach and it doesn't apply by Matzah? The Rambam brings it by Krishna, there's no chorus by Krishna. There's no chorus by Krishna. So this is a Shiloh that Moshe Feinstein mentions in one of his letters. Now, how do you explain this? L'chayra, <clears throat> the pre-chadosh, l'chayra is right. Again, the pre-chadosh said, the Rambam holds is always a safeguard. Why didn't he mention it? I don't know. But, that, that, but don't come to a thwarted conclusion because you have a question. Rabbeinu Monech says, no, the Rambam omitted it. There's no issue of midnight. It only applies when there's a chorus issue. It applies by Krishna. How are you going to differentiate between Krishna and, and Matzah? So that's an issue. In the meantime, though, this is all in the world of the Rambam. The Ra- <clears throat> Maybe we'll get, back to, we'll get back to it. This is all in the Rambam. The Rambam goes like Rabbi Akiva. It happens to be most Rishonim disagree. Most Rishonim Paskan like Rabbi Loza ben Azariah. Most Rishonim Paschal, like Rabbi Loza ben Azariah, that you have to finish everything by midnight. And for this, we go to number six. Number six is the Beer Halacha, written by the Mishnah Bruder, <clears throat> Rabbi Kagan, who were a big yeshiva before the Holocaust in the city of Radin. And he wrote the Mishnah Bruder on Shulchan Aruch. He wrote the Chafetz Chaim on Lashon Hara. And on his, the Mishnah Brewer, which is Halachas, he wrote a commentary alongside it called Beer Halacha, where he, you know, he really he gets, goes to town, he gets involved in the discussion, and uh, it's beautiful. <clears throat> Often there's mamish quotes, so sometimes you have quotes, mamish, that come from the Alter Rebbe. From in the Beer Halacha? There's lines that, that, you know, that, are, that are from the Alter Rebbe's lines. But without, uh, anyhow, whatever. Old politics, old politics. Anyhow, <clears throat> he's become very popular in America. Before, I, the Litvish Rabbonim will tell you that before the war, 
The Oruch HaShulchan was a more accepted safer than the Mishnah Bruda. The Oruch HaShulchan, Rabbi Epstein, who <clears throat> passes away about, you know, about 30 years before the Mishnah Bruder, so they're almost contemporaries, but the Oruch HaShulchan was uh, more authoritative than the Mishnah Bruder in, uh, before the war. But here in America, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's changed very much. Now the Oruch HaShulchan, what? Not shorter, Yeah, yeah. It but it's because... In, in but, the, in the middle 50s, the Rabbi Zaks reproduced the Mishaburah. So there you go. So everyone bought everyone, it. And everyone learns it. Yeah. Now, often he and the Aruch HaShulchan debate. Especially and before the, the Holocaust, they went like the Aruch HaShulchan. But here in America, you know, they go now like the Mishnah Bruder. Either way, there was once a, there was once a Fabrenian that, uh, that uh, there had been a meeting somewhere where a Yid had gotten up and spoke negatively about the Chofetz Chaim. And nobody at the meeting protested. And the Rebbe by Fabrengens heard about it and he was screaming. You had the Chofetz Chaim students there. And they didn't get up and protest their teacher's honor. And the Rebbe said once that people are asking, why am I getting involved? The Rebbe said, if it hurts you, you scream. Yeah. So anyhow, so the Bir Allah says like this. Um, in number six, Go to the end of the first line. Kibagumari Issa, he says, listen, you guys here are all scholars, so this is this you know this already, he's embarrassing you by telling you this. But in the Gemara there's broader debate. To the Das Rabalaza bin Azari, we're in number six, the second line. Rabalaz Bazari is Pesach Minatoira, biblically Aina Nechal Elach till midnight. Who added matzah so to matzah? The it kishla pesach because it's compared to the carbon pesach. And everything ends by midnight. Rabbi Akiva, Paul, Rabbi Akiva disagrees. Vesavah, he says, no. Pesach, Zman Achilas, you have a whole night to eat the carbon. Umemeilu, who had in matzah, so to matzah. Zman, aminatoi, wakolalayla. So that we know, off the bat, a debate. Rabbi Laz ben Azari said it all ends by midnight. By the way, when we say midnight, we don't mean 12 o'clock. We mean the halacha midnight, which here is uh, almost 1.30 a.m., plenty of time. But if you want to go longer than that, Rabbi Lomazai says you can't, it's over. You know? Rabbi Kiva says, no, you have till dawn. Now, who do we paskin like? V'yesh pluk to Bein Hashem, it's a big debate. Im Allah Why? Mishum d'yesh har be'stome mishneh kavose. There are numerous mishnas and mishnayas that say halachas without anyone's name and they represent Rabbi Lomazai ben Azariah. The, on the other hand, maybe passing like Rabbi Akiva, because halacha Rabbi Akiva mechavera, we have a rule. Whenever Rabbi Akiva disagrees with one of his friends, you go like Rabbi Akiva. So who do you pass him like? For das, so he says das harambam. The Rambam we know. Vaharav hamagid, the Magid Mishnah, who's the commentator on the Rambam. He was in the 1300s. Anubal ha'itur. Vaarzarua. These are all big rishonim. B'shem harimi kurvil yitzchak of kurvil. Lifsoik, they all paskin, does man achilas matzah kolalayla. So who paskins like Rabbi Akiva? There's a Rambam, there's the Magid Mishnah, but you have some big ones. The Yitzchok of Kurvil, the, known as the, the Samak, the Sefer Mitzvah Cotton. He was a big from the Baal Etoises in France. The Urzurua was in Vienna, the Yitzchok of Vienna. They're, these guys are in the, in the early 1200s. These were all big, big Rishonim. V'yesh em, some say the gam das or rifkein, even the rif. The statement we saw in number two of Rava, the rif doesn't quote. 
the riff does not quote Rav. The riff always quotes what's uh, he plucks out what's negel halacha. He doesn't quote Rav's psak that these days you got it matzah before midnight according to the laws of Nazaria. Why doesn't the riff quote it? Apparently, it's not re- it's not relevant because he passed like Rabbi Kiva. Achen, however, yesh harbe does many delushem the svilu who know that after chatzos you can't be yotzer. Vehem, who are they? See, let's you know. He wants, he wants to get involved in the discussion. You've got to hear all the names to really you know, get, get in the thick of things. Rabbeinu Hananel, who was the earliest uh, fellow in this whole discussion. Rabbeinu Hananel, Rabbeinu Hananel was, uh, passes away in around the year 1050. He was it's born on, in the 900s. It, it's on each staff, yes. Yeah, the Perik Avi Pesachim. The Smag. So there's two Sforim. There's the Smag and the Smak. The Sefer Mitzvah God, the Sefer Mitzvah Cotton. They're both written by Baalei Toysus, Ashkenazim. The Samag is Reb Moshe of Kutsi, of France, and the Samak is Yitzchak of Kurville, also of France. But the two of them disagree in this halacha. The Samag, Beshem the Ri, Balatosis, the Ri is one of the greatest of all the Rishonim. They go like a Blazim and Azariah. And then in the brackets, he just quotes a few different Tosis, uh, where Tosis says this. Vaha Mordechai, the Mordechai, the Mordechai, his name was Mordechai. Ben, uh, ben Hillel, he was a student, he was a Kayan, if I'm not mistaken. Maybe I'm mistaken. But I think it's something, I think he was a Kayan. But he was a student of the Maram of Rottenburg, Rabbi Mayor of Rottenburg. So you're talking uh, mid-1200s, end-1200s in Germany. In fact, unfortunately, the Mordechai was born around the year 1250. We know the year he died, he was killed in 1298. In the, the Rheinfleisch massacres in the south of Germany, of today's Germany, there were horrible, horrible massacres known as the Rindfleisch or the Rheinfleisch massacres. They say about 30,000 Jews were killed. The Mordechai was killed with his wife and his kids, the whole family. Gone. Done. You can find him in the back of some shots. Yeah, yeah, sure. Right, right. I like him. Yeah, he's a good guy. He's a, yeah, he's a, a very prominent Russian. You come from the Mordechai. Uh-oh. You know so maybe not all of his kids. I don't, it, it, it's, it, we, have a, we, we have documented that his kids, maybe not all of them, maybe one of them survived the Chvesnish. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Taku, you have uh, an anical. We have, uh, we have the blood of the Mordechai at the shoot today. Okay. And yes, yeah, so, so Mordechai, the end of Sochem, Rabbeinu Yeruchim, and of the Chayim Metzadot Gamken. And the truth is, he says, the Arzurua himself... The Arzurua, we said, quoted from Rabbi Yitzchak of Kurvil to be lenient, but the Arzurua himself says the Bir Alacha um, is leaning towards Rabbi Lazar ben Azariah. Ayn Sham, the Loyot according to all these opinions, once midnight comes, biblically it's all over. You can't eat matzah. It's all over. Then he says, you have a few Rishon who are unsure. Horekeach was actually a major Kabbalist. Um, in Germany, part of the Hasidic Ashkenaz, the pious people of Germany. And he was born in the end of the 1100s. Vaharosh, the Rosh was a good friend of the Mordechai. Also Talmud of the Maram of Rottenburg, yeah. According to Marcus Lehman, he was a son-in-law, right? <laughs> Just because Marcus Lehman says it doesn't mean it's not true. Vaharosh. <laughs> But it doesn't mean... Yeah. <coughs> what? Oh, you come from the Levush. 
Oh, Pseida, yeah, Zichr, Levush is many, yeah, yeah. That's a little bit later. Levush is a couple on, Levush passes away in, in 1612, right. The other Mordechai passes away 1298. Vaitr, these four people, Mistapkim Bozeh. So you have a whole hue, a number of Rishon and big guns. The Rosh, the Rashba. The Rosh is a rabbi in Toledo, the Rashba in Barcelona. And the, the Ran in Girona and all, and the Rekeach in Germany, all these people are not sure. So you have this, it's a big issue. This, you had those that were sure one way, those sure another way, and those that really don't know. The Kosvu and these Rishonim who don't, who aren't sure, what do they tell you to do? To be cautious. Al Kain, they, they say yes to be careful. Shaloy la'acha, don't delay Yosem Chatzos just in case. Then comes the Bi'ar Alacha v'Yesh Marishem Shekosvu, and there are other Rishonim who say that even Rabbi Akiva holds of the safeguard. It was only biblically his lenient. Like we saw, that some say, I feel that Rabbi Akiva is only the Indian Torah. I said, biblically, you have a whole night. Avu Meshum Archaka, the safeguard, Moide, his Moide, the Asal Chatchil, it's forbidden to push it off after Chatzos. The Chen Kosov Hagro Bibiyuri. The Vilna Gan, we're going to come back to this Vilna Gan, maybe just a moment. The Vilna Gan holds, like uh, the pre Chodosh, on the Vilna Gon holds like the pre understanding of the Rambam that even though he passed like Rabbi Kiva, that's biblically. Biblically, the mitzvah of matzah goes till dawn. Rabbinically, there is a safeguard. Vihine, behold, Mishumze, because of this, Hichlitu Harbert, many Achroinim decided, and the chief amongst them is the Noidub Yehuda, that after Bavadai Chayev Lechom Matzah, what if Taket's after 2 a.m. and you realize you didn't eat Matzah yet? You definitely should eat, because maybe Rabbi Akiva's right, but you can't make a bracha. You can't make the bracha ala chilas matzah. The shema halacha, on the one hand, you have to eat, because if many Rishonim go like Rabbi Akiva, who says biblically the mitzvah goes till dawn, minatur's man is a whole night, but akoponim, you don't make ala chilas matzah. Because sofik brachas lahokal, whenever you're doing a mitzvah 50 50, you can't make a bracha just in case there's no mitzvah. So, what does the Biyarolacha tell us? There's a slew of Rishonim who go like Rabbi Akiva, a slew that follow Rabbi Lazar ben Azariah. Then you have many that are not sure, and therefore they all tell you to err on the side of caution. And then he finishes off the opinion of the, with the Vilna Gaon that even the lenient opinions that follow Rabbi Akiva hold rabbinically you've got to be done by midnight. And therefore he brings, if, you're, if it's 2 a.m. and you, have, you just finished Magid, you're eating matzah, you can't say the brocha ala chilas matzah because you may not be yotzah. So that's a big problem because the second night of Pesach, yeah. the second night of Pesach. <laughs> All right, so let's go here. So, um, second night is old, Rabbi. Okay, but according to many opinions, there's no... Okay, let's, let's go to the next page. Let's go look at number. We have uh, two Alter Rebbe's over here, and then we have the Avne Nezer. The Alter Rebbe number eight. Does well, Nagid fall into the same thing? Yes, the mitzvah of telling over Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. The Pasuk says, Ba'avurze, you should tell your kids Ba'avurze because of this. You have to be able to point to the Matzah and the Morer and the Korban Pesach. And the understanding of that means, doesn't mean literally to point. You have to be able to, to point and say that this is, it's only while there's a mitzvah to eat the Matzah and the Korban Pesach and the Morer that the midst of telling the story applies. Why would you say mat? Would you say after? Oh, oh okay. So let's... Uh, so Can you repeat? 
Yes, the Noid de Yehuda says if you're running late, if it's ten, the Noid de Pasuk is ten minutes before Chatzos, and you just, uh, and, and, you know, you barely, you barely started Magid, you got to eat your Matzah, you got to eat your Mora before Chatzos, and do Haggadah later. Now, you're wondering, but, you know, all the mitzvahs end at the same time. Okay, so as long as you get one word of Haggadah in, you know, the riff, the riff famously holds, why didn't you make a bracha on the Haggadah the night of the Seder? Because you're already yaitzah biblically when you're saying, Kiddush Seichel Yitzis Mitzrayim. You already mentioned it. So when you come to that God, you can't make a bracha. You already did the mitzvah. So therefore, if it's right before Chatzos, the Nebuchadnezzar will say, get in the mats in the morrow and you'll do Haggad after. Here's a wonderful kasha. Who's, who's sitting in Bnei Brak a whole night? Rabbi Lezer? Rabbi Akiva, I understand. He holds the mitzvah goes till dawn. Rabbi Lezer Ben Azariah is there. What was he doing there? So you have last year's shir, right? Rabbi Lazar ben Azariah shouldn't, the story is saying that God, he shouldn't be there. He holds it, ends by midnight. So many hold, ah, that's why it says it happened in Bnei Brak. Rabbi right. Kiva's the rov in Bnei Brak. <laughs> when you're in the rabbi's house, you know, you don't, you don't voice your own opinion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there, there, there's other answers, and maybe we'll deal with it another time. Sorry? Which sif? No, we have it in number eight. In number eight, do you have number eight? So we have number eight is a, is a statement to the Alter Rebbe. Sarich Lizor, you must be cautious. Lechol Hafikoyman, to eat Hafikoyman, Koydim Chatzois Laila before midnight. Valtrebbe does not differentiate between the two days of Yom Tif. And the truth is, these words are actually straight from Rabbi Yosef Kairos Shulchan Aruch. These words, Sarich Lizor, is the words of Rabbi Yosef. You have to be careful to eat the Afikoyman before midnight. Kamoya Pesach, just like the Korban Pesach. Which was not eaten past midnight. One second. Who is the rule? Children. Ulechatchila, though, says the Alter Rebbe, forget about. You should, you should uh, pace yourself to finish halal as well after benching before midnight. Now, these, these dinam are not the Alter Rebbe's. The first line comes from Rabbi Yosef Kaira, the second comes from the Ramah. Rabbi Yosef Kaira in the Big Shulchan Aruch says, you should be careful to eat afikoyman before midnight. Just like the carbon Pesach was eaten before midnight. The second line comes from the Ramah, who quotes the Ran, that not just afikoyman, you should get the halal after afikoyman you bench, after you bench you finish the halal. You should get that all in before midnight. Now, right, so the question, so the, again, the Altarebbe is quoting from Yosef Kaira. Why does Rabbi Yosef Kaira say midnight? Rabbi Yosef Kaira is a big Rambam. Rabbi Yosef Kaira, Kaira, Kaira. He's a big Rambam fan. If he's a big Rambam fan, doesn't the Rambam hold you have a whole night by the matzah? Doesn't the Rambam hold you have a whole night by the matzah? So there are two ways to understand the opinion of Rabbi Yosef Kaira. One way is his concern to all the opinions, and I name all of them that we saw before, Rabbeinu Hananel, the Ri, the Smag, the Mordechai, Ben Yeruchim, the Arzorua, who all say you have to end by midnight, and then you have big guns, who the Ram, the Rajbi, who are not sure. So even though he loves the Rambam, but in deference to all the other opinions, Rabbi Yosef Kaira says you should finish by midnight. That's one way. The other way is, Rabbi Yosef Kaira learns like the Pre-Chadosh, like the Vilnagan, 
that even if you pass from like Rabbi Kiva, there's still a rabbinic safeguard by midnight. Right? There's two ways to understand why the Yosef Kaira brings midnight. Either he's worried to the opinion of Belaza ben Azariah, because many were showing him are, or he says, no, even the Rambam and Rabbi Akiva are only lenient biblically. You have to dawn, but rabbinically there's a safeguard. So there's a big shiloh, what is the, what's going on in the holy mind of Rabbi Yosef Kaira. You also find sometimes that the Rabbi Yosef Kaira goes against the Rambam, like sure. Baruch Hashanah, yeah. it's yeah. a famous case, where he goes against... Uh, in the, in the order, order of the lights. I have to look it up, but I remember in Hilchas Hanukkah, they asked the question, how can Rabbi Chicago go the Rambam? So it's rare. So, it happens, it happens, yeah. right, right. But so over here we have a Shiloh, there's two ways to go. Okay, look at number nine. Number nine is another halach of the Alter Rebbe, and um, Rabbi Shachat's brother in California, who I was zoichet to learn by, he has a big... Uh, um, Chaim's uncle he has a, a great passion for uh, the night of Pesach the Haggadah and everything and he has a, he, he once asked a big kasha on this number 9 and uh, you'll tell me what you think the Altarebbe says like this the number 9 comes earlier in Shulchan Aruch than number 8 number 9 the Altarebbe says like this, he's talking about the beginning of the Seder. You can't make Kiddush the night of Pesach before it's certainly night. You can always be Every Yom you can bring in early. You can make Kiddush and eat while it's light, as long as it's after Plag Mincha. Nonetheless, but Pesach is different. Sukkot, okay, Sukkot, we learn out from Pesach, fine, right? Exeter Shove, right, also. Eina yachol lasad, you can't do it on Pesach. Lefi, why? Now, Terebbe says, Achilles matzah, eating matzah, hukshiz, compared to eating the carbon Pesach. Shenemar, as it says, al matzah, sumerim yachlu, you should eat the meat with matzah and mur. Ube Pesach, Nemar, by the carbon Pesach, says you should eat the bosser, the meat, belaylazet, at night. Night means night, belayla mamish. So, just like the meat has to be night, as far as the earlier time, only when night sets in, and that's a clear pasuk, so too matzah. Now, the kivon, since I'm eating matzah, which is biblical, only starts at night, mamish, therefore, call the arbika, all the four cups as well, the chamim follow the same pattern. They said the four cups of wine, which are rabbinic, it can only begin at night, mamish. Bizman horoy lachil is only at the time when you could eat matzah. Whenever Chachamim make a rule, they pattern it similar to the Torah's rules. And the cup of Kiddush is one of the four cups. Therefore, you need Mamish night. You can't be moist if you can't bring Yom Tovin early. So, Al-Tzebis says very simple. What? Okay, okay. Rosh Hashanah, Rosh Hashanah. Right. So, oh, so the Al-Tzebis says very, very simple. The, the Torah says the carbon Pesach, the meat starts at the beginning of the night, matz is compared, and therefore the four cups which Chachom created, they patterned it with the same time. So Rabbi Shachar's brother asks, so wait a second, there's four cups of wine, right? The first one is Kiddush. The last two cups are well after Rafi Koyman, right? Yeah. One's after Bich Samozen, and the fourth one's after uh, all the way at the end. L'chayra, if all four cups have to follow the time of matzah, then you should have to finish the fourth <coughs> cup 
by midnight. Yeah. Isn't that what he says? Vav? Vav. He doesn't say that. In Vav, no. In Vav, he says, Okay. So the idea of Halal is what the Ramah, the Ramah says the word Halal. The Ran says Halal. The Vilna Gon in his Beer Hagra says Halal means the fourth cup. That's what the Vilna Gon says. Halal means the fourth cup. Because he finished the fourth cup. means finished the Seder before. Five, it's a fourth cup. It's fourth cup. What? So, but the question is, why does Al-Tarebbe say number eight? Uh, in, in number nine, the Al-Tarebbe says, you cannot make Kiddush before, because Kiddush, four cups need this man of Matzah. But when it comes to the last two cups, if you can pace yourself to get him in. So basically, why? What's hours, the difference? You have three hours for stay there, according to this, roughly. Uh, how long so does Mariv take? You have to wait because this time of the year. You come you right home. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Even here, so you can you can start the you can start eight thirty if you get if you run home oh, eight thirty okay, so and you have to one thirty five hours plenty of time. So you're trying to if you don't waste any time, okay. if you don't spend four hours on people asking Manishtana, you can get a lot in. You know. Well, it depends. If Anyhow, so so on. So what what's our answer going to be? The, the this was one of the one of the listen, Rabbi Shachat's brother. I mean, Sure, but Shachat himself has many insights as well. No, so that's not important right now. The important... You don't want to know. No, no, but but simply, simply... So so, so first of all, the Vilna Gom of Taka Machmir on the fourth cup. The Vilna Gom says, when the Ramos says Halal, it means the fourth cup. And the Vilna Gom says, Taka... And the Vilna Gom says, whoever says Afikoyman is mistaken. The Vilna Gom says, it's not Afikoyman particularly, it's everything, everything, everything. But, it seems like but that's why that? No, Rebbe says no. Look at number eight. Afikoyman, you need to be careful. The last two cups. What's the difference? What's the difference? It's like this. When it comes to the first cup of Kiddush, nobody allows you to bring Yom Tovin early. It says Balayla by the Korban Pesach, Balayla by Matzah finished. So the last one. But when it comes to the end of the Seder, there's lots of room. There's wiggle room because Rabbi Kiva says you have a whole night. Here's the difference between Afikoyman and the last two cups. Why bechlal do we eat afikoyman? So I'll quickly tell you three opinions, and then we're going to go weiter. Um, Rashi, in the end of Pesachim, together with his grandson, the Rashbam, both believe the Iker Matzah, the night of the Seder, do you know which Matzah you're actually fulfilling your mitzvah with? The afikoyman. Not the first Matzah that you eat. Ah, you make a brach al so Rashi asked the question, and he answers. How um, bizarre and perhaps disrespectful to the mitzvah would it be yeah. if you ate matzah without a bracha and then oh, oh, later on, well, after you, fed, you, you stuffed your boich with matzah, now you decide to make a bracha. So therefore you make a bracha the moment you put it in your mouth, you make a alachilis matzah. That covers... So the shalah says, the shalah, the shalah says... From when you make the broch al achilas matzah, you can't talk to lafi koyman. You can't talk during shulchan Oyruch, Yeah, the shalos and Reb Chaim Briska was machmer. If no you went to Reb Chaim Briska's seder during shulchan Oyruch, there's no chit chat. Wow. There's no chit chat because you need al achilas matzah to cover lafi koyman because Rashi and the Rashbam and other rishonim as well hold that the lafi koyman matzah is the real matzah and the reason they say that is because they believe when you eat the afikoyman why are you eating it it's to remember that just like when there was a base hamiktish and they ate the carbon pesach they ate the carbon pesach at the end of the meal right it was the last thing they ate 
and they ate it with matzah, right? And the, that matzah was how they fulfilled their obligation then. The matzah with the carbon Pesach. Oh, so, so uh, to so at the end of our meal, we eat matzah not to commemorate the carbon Pesach. It's commemorating the matzah they ate with the carbon Pesach. So this matzah is the, is the real the deal. And therefore the Shalah says, you make the alachilas matzah, you can't talk till the end of the meal. So, so would you need the would have. Because I have sick. No, 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 because the last Kazayas you eat the Khtechilas Pras. So, you, so I mean, see, we started the mitzvah. And no, no, as, as long as you eat a Kazayas, Bechtechilas Pras, you're good to go. Okay. Another, if someone eat? eats five Kazayasim over ten hours, but one of them was within Achilles Pras, it's good. Okay, well, listen, so, so the Rosh himself disagrees. The Rosh says, nah, the Rosh says that Afikoyman is just a custom. It's a Zecher to the carbon Pesach. We're eating the matzah to commemorate the meat they used to eat at the end of the meal. It's just a commemoration, okay? And then you have Toysavus and the Ritva who say something else, Toysavus and the Ritva say, you know why you have Afikoyman? Just so you should leave the Seder with the taste of matzah in your mouth, not the taste of, uh, of Kanedlech, if someone is Kanedlech or, uh, or uh, you know, whatever you ate at the Shulchan Oedach. You should Top leave, exactly. Yeah, compot, compot. You should leave. She ate Tam Matzah. She has three opinions of why you eat Afikoyman. But according to Rashi and his grandson, the Rashbam, it's mamish to full-fledged mitzvah. So that would explain the Alter Rebbe number eight. It's very, and in number nine. When it comes to the cup of Kiddush, you can't do it early. No one allows you to do it early. The end of the Seder, you have Rabbi Akiva, you have a whole leeway till dawn, perhaps. But when it comes to Afikoyim, you should be very careful. Why? Because according to some Rishonim, Afikoyim is the mitzvah of matzah. It's a biblical mitzvah. So then you've got to be careful. It's a biblical mitzvah, some hold it ends by midnight. But the Hallel and the last two cups are for sure only rabbinic. And usually by rabbinic, you could be lenient. And at the end of the day, you have those that hold like Rabbi Akiva, you have a whole night. That would explain the Alter Rebbe. Anyhow, but here we come to the clincher is number 10. Uh, you know, uh, let me just say something that I think, which is probably not true, but my gut tells me, <laughs> I think my gut is not worth anything, I don't have to say that, but when it comes to Kriyashma, there's a safeguard till midnight. Kriyashma is a biblical mitzvah. Even if the Rambam would agree when it comes to the biblical mitzvah of matzah, there's a safeguard till midnight. But when it comes to afikoyman, the Rambam does not hold like the Rashi and the Rashbam that afikoyman is the main mitzvah. In fact, the Rambam holds you don't have to lean by afikoyman. The Rambam holds you don't have to lean by afikoyman. It's definitely not the main mitzvah of matzah. The Rambam probably, let's say, holds like the Rosh. It's just to, to commemorate the Korban Pesach. It's just a zecher. So why would the Rambam... Add a safeguard if it anyway is only a custom. But the Rambam holds Bechal Yeva whole night. If it's a biblical mitzvah, so the Rabbonim will say, oh, you know, be careful, safeguard. But if it's anyways only rabbinic, they're not going to have a safeguard on the Rabbonon. So therefore, I would say that, and that, that helps understand the Alter Rebbe even better. When it comes to Afikoyim and Alein, since Rashi, the Rashbam, hold is biblical, so you don't do by Chatzos. But when it comes to Halal and the two cups, the last two cups, which are for sure rabbinic, the Altsebah would say you can rely on the Rambam. And the Rambam himself won't hold of a safeguard by the last two cups. It's just the cups are rabbinic themselves. You have a safeguard on the Rabbonon. That's why, that, that's, right. You see, because if even the Rambam holds everything as a safeguard, 
So then you for sure finish by midnight, meaning right, 75% share. Rabbi Lozber says you have to end, and even Rabbi Kiva would say to finish by midnight. But if you say that when it's a rabbinic mitzvah, the Rambam does not hold you at a safeguard, it's very well understood. The last two cups, the Rambam would say, yeah, have a whole night. So on that, you could, uh, that's why the Altsebe says don't get too uh, frazzled about it. But either way, we come to number 10. We're going to finish with this. Number 10 is a fascinating tshuva of the Avnei Nezer. The Avnei Nezer, we mentioned earlier, Rabbi Avremel Bornstein, and he was a Chassidic Rebbe in Rosh Hashiva. He passes away in 1910. 1910. Born in 1838, passes away 1910. And he was a story we said about right. the, the son-in-law of the Kotzka Rebbe. Yeah, yeah. There's lots lots of good stuff with him. Anyhow, he actually once said, if anyone has lichtika oigen, if, if you have bright eyes, you'll see how the Alter Rebbe in his Shulchan Aruch is so careful in his words that he preempts all of Rebbe Kiveger's kashas. He says you can answer all Rebbe Kiveger's kashas if you're ever so careful reading the Alter Rebbe, but you have to have uh, lichtika oigen. You have <laughs> Anyhow. He was a brilliant mind. He says in number 10, we're going to go, it's, it's, it's very interesting. Nasati Alibi. This is the whole shuvah. And this is a well-known, everyone talks about this. Le'inyan, or la'ayin, to analyze, be'inyan birchis ala chilas matzah ve'ala chilas morer. We make a bracha al. We, this once came up by Hanukkah. We had a, by al, not, not al le. versus le. le. Yeah. So, umaharoi, it would have been better to say lechel. Why? Many Rishonim say any mitzvah you have to do yourself, you say le. Le means to do. A mitzvah you can get a messenger to do, then the nusach is al. Because God really cares about it being performed rather than you yourself performing it. When it comes to eating matzah, you can't ask someone to do it for you. So you should say le. He says the Ramban and the Ran, be'emes say lechol. If you would be at a seder of the Ramban or the Ran, you would hear them making a different bracha. You say, oh, what, the, what type of God do they have? The Ramban and the Ran Paskin, you say, Lechom Matzen Lechomor. Ach Argusa in Arve Psachim is Al. Why? See, so quotes the Levush, the Levush Kosav, Mishum Dubal Habayis Moitzi Kol Hamasubin Shaykh Yerser Alachilas. The Levush says that the Balabayis makes the bracha and everyone's Yoitzer. So since the Balabai is making the brach on everyone's behalf, he doesn't want to say le because the brach, uh, it's, it's a hard thing, the brach is transferring to everybody. Yeah. I, I, know, I don't really understand it because, you know, so some people understand the levush, that since the Balabai is, is like being your shliach, so therefore it's like a mitzvah that can be done through a shliach. Yeah, but we're not talking about the mitzvah, we're talking about the bracha being done through yeah. a shlech. It's but a, it's a, let's, 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 okay. I, I don't want to, the tirits ain. he said, either way, it doesn't work for us. By us, everyone makes their own bracha. And nonetheless, mevorchin al, why? The choik Yankov, Rabbi Yankov Reicher, a big rov in Poland, passes away uh, in the 1720s. Kosov, he says, It's a pasuk, On matzah, eat the meat. Al, it says, al that's mixing borscht with chalent. The pasuk of al is talking about eating the carbon Pesach on matzah and morer. What does that have to do with when you're talking about the midst of eating matzah, if you say al 
It sounds like a joke. Well, Lafia and his deity, so here he's going to say a whopper. Now, yeah, you have to pay attention because this is a. Okay, I'll this is a, a no, no. It's a, it's revolutionary, and it's it's a, it's definitely. It raised a lot of eyebrows. In fact, Ramosha Feinstein does not like this entire tshuva. And Ramosha Feinstein, I couldn't get it on the paper. His tshuva itself is three pages. He uh, dismantles this whole tshuva of Avni Nezer. But uh, listen, Avni Nezer was an unbelievable genius. And he took it upon his shoulders to sometimes say things a little bit, a little bit out there. He says like this. Ulafi uh, and his diet, in my opinion, near it seems. I have another question. Why do you say I'll be your chametz? should say levire to destroy, not on the destruction. The Gemara, the Gemara discusses him sochim. When you say le, it always means in the future. Al could mean on something I already did. So le is a better bracha. But let's say that when a ger toivels, a ger has to first toivel, and then he makes a bracha. Can't make a bracha before he's not Jewish. So since he makes a bracha after, he says al hatzvila, not litvol, because he won't be doing anything after he benches. So he says al. But when you're making the bracha before, le is grammatically a better terminology. So why don't we say le var chametz? Va'ayin toisus and the ran, there's a big sugi about this. Imsachim davches. is if you ask me, I'll tell you like this. When you burn the chametz erev Pesach, you're actually not doing a mitzvah. We burn it before the time. The Torah says, comes midday Erev Pesach, you can't have any chametz. So when are you supposed to burn it? Before or after? So this is a major discussion. I remember I once taught Masech the Psachim when I was in Australia. I had a group of boys, six boys, very clever boys, and we sat in a little classroom, you know, in a little ivory tower somewhere, and we learned to, and I'll just tell you that it's a, oh, there's so many inconsistencies about this very question. Um, the Torah says in Erev Pesach, you have to destroy the Gemara says clearly the mitzvah begins after midday. But does Hashem want that by midday you should have already destroyed? Or the act only begins by midday? It, uh, there's there's uh, lots of confusion about it, uh, at least by me. I'm sure those, you know, <laughs> each Paisik himself knows what he's saying. But when you try and collect it all together, it comes quite confusing. But either way, says the Avne Nezer, he, he says the following shot. The Abishta wants that when the time comes of midday, should you done. should have already done it. Done, yeah. Even there, there's a debate. Should it have been done or should you have done it? You can also get even deeper there. Yeah. But either way, so says the Avinezer, when you burn the chametz, you're doing the act of the mitzvah. You don't fulfill it, though, until this man comes. Huh? So therefore, you can't make a brocha Hashem told me to destroy because the actual destroying is not the fulfillment of the mitzvah. You only get it later when the time comes. And you don't have it. Right, so he says you have to make a bracha that sounds like this. Hashem commanded me, Al, that when the time comes, I would already have done what I have to do. Because Al means the past, like when the gear tovels. So he says like this, Nira, kiv on the mitzvah's beer. When do you do the beer? Nase bagia Pesach, only when Pesach arrives. That means uh, midday very Pesach. The ain ha beer mitzvah mitzvah man shenase baya beer. The, the destruction is not a mitzvah at the time that you do it. Rak mitzvah It's only when the time hits, which is after you actually destroy it. The kivan shabagia Pesach, when the time comes of Pesach, again, that means midday of Erev Pesach. Kvar nizbar achomet, it's already happened. 
So shayach yoyse levarich al be better to say al demash menami l'sha'avar, which means the past. Veloy levar, not levar. Deloy mash me elabol levar. Levar is when you're about to do something. But since this is an interesting mitzvah, which the action and fulfillment are separated, so when you do the action, you make a bracha that sounds Hashem commanded me that when the time comes to, to the mitzvah to be fulfilled, I would already have done the action. He says the say he says, now he goes right, he says, now I can understand Why do we say al? We said the Ramban and the Ran say you say Why do we say al? He said, Don't you know Rabbi Lazar ben Azariah, who says Achilles Petzach is till midnight? The Yolif Mikzeda Shava of Hashem going through Mitzrayim Baladam, just like there, Chatzais, Afalayla Zed, just like Makas Bukharis was midnight, so too eating the meat and the matzah till midnight. Vadova Yipala, it's a wondrous, and he asked the question we asked in the beginning. Havara, when did God through Egypt? It was the actual moment of midnight. The Eich Yolif, Achilles Petzach, Chatzais. How could Rabbi Lazariah tell you? You have to eat the matzah and the Pesach till midnight. Because God smit Mitzrayim at midnight. What does at midnight have to do with till midnight? But Sarech Loimai says like this, Kivon sins the EF, since you can't eat Bechatzois Mamish, what should he say? You have to eat the Kazais the moment of midnight? It's impossible. There's no duration. Hamaisit Sarech, an action needs Hemshech, needs, needs time to be carried out with. Al Karchach, so therefore he was forced to say, Bechatzois yekvar habosser pesach nechel. The mitzvah is like this. He said it's just like burning the chametz. You divide between the action versus the fulfillment. The action, the mice is eating it. You don't get the mitzvah then, though. You have to wait when chatzois comes and you already ate it. That's when you get the fulfillment. Mm. So something, we, really? The, yeah. it really happens by chatzois. But the action is impossible to fit it in then. There's, there's, there's no, no time frame. You the do it earlier. The of the mitzvah that you feed the whole thing is by when, when, If everything is completed. Right, right, exactly. Chatzos, uh, exactly, exactly. The chain, but so too matzah that we learn from Pesach. And for sure, moro, dechsiv gabe Pesach, fine. The im came, therefore, kivan de mitzvah matzah moro, What's the mitzvah chatzos, when, according to Blazer, when chatzos arrives, it's already eaten. So therefore, better to say, like we said before. You can't say Hashem said, because when you eat it, you don't get the fulfillment. You have to say, Al, Hashem commanded me that when the time comes for the fulfillment, I would already have done. Because the word Al means something that has already happened. Just like when the gear goes to mikveh. So that's already one major chiddush. It's very strange. The, you're dividing between the action and the fulfillment. He's not done yet. He's he not explaining it. He's not, making, he's not making any changes. He's only explaining Yeah, it. but most people say it's not true. What he's to, saying. Yeah, yeah. Most people say Belazim and Azariah doesn't hold there's a difference. Just like Rabbi Akiva. Even he would agree, according to Rabbi Akiva, you have till dawn. You don't divide between. It's not that at dawn you get the fulfillment. There's no reason to say that. It's a big chiddush to say what he's saying. He's the first one that says this. And, but then he says further, he goes even better. Why don't you eat after the afikoimen? You can't eat afikoimen. What does that mean? Afikoimen, Shmuel says in Gemara, means dessert. Afiku mana, bring out the geshmaka food. And maftirin means to um, um, uh, do something after. 
And ein maftir in achra pesach afikoyimin means that after the korban pesach you cannot enjoy afikoyimin desserts. Sha'asu lechol you can't eat achra pesach. Now why not? Why not? You know, there was once a shul in Poland which was a shul of simple people, ignorant people. You know, no scholars were allowed. Anyhow, it was the Shabbos after Pesach, and the Gabbai called someone up for maftir. And the rabbi says, there's no maftir this week. They said, what are you talking about? He says, ein maftir in Achra Pesach. <laughs> they said, oh, you're a scholar. They threw him out. They threw him out. <laughs> Anyhow, but why taka? Why taka can't you eat after the Korban Pesach? What, what, what type of rule is this? So I want to tell you, oh, so there's... The Rishonim all grappled. There's many, there's many ideas brought. Ulahanal. The Altarebbe just says in Shulchan Aruch simply that the Chachomim wanted you to have the taste of the, of the Korban Pesach, and nowadays the taste of the matzah in your mouth. It's hard, you know. By no other Korban is there such a halacha. You can't eat it. Like, why? Okay, fine. That, that's that's a discussion on its own. But, but look, look what he says. He says he says brilliant. It's unbelievable. He says according to what we just said, that you do the action of eating the matzah, but the fulfillments at midnight that come midnight, you already ate it. But you have to be able to link the act of eating to the time of the fulfillment. What's the link? You still taste the matzah. It has to be when chatzos comes, you still have the taste in your mouth. That's why. Kivon the mitzvahs when chatzos comes. If you already ate it and you've already lost the action, how are you going to link the two? The action still has to have some physical... Uh, yeah, it has to still be around. You have to have the flavor in your mouth. That it shouldn't disappear. You have to have the flavor of the matzah. Oz, and you have a bit of the taste of the mitzvah in your mouth. And the same thing for carbon Pesach, and the same thing for matzah, they're the exact same. So that's an incredible chadid. Again, no one ever said this. In fact, Moshe Feinstein, in his tshuva, he really tears us apart. He says, no one ever heard such a thing that... It's a reach. Now, but why is he saying this? Now we come to the clincher. Valkein, Nirulodina, therefore he wants to paskin. He says, brilliant. According to Abelaza ben Azariah, once the clock ticks 12, you're allowed to eat. Why? Anything you want. Why can't you eat after the Afikoyman, which is the matzah nowadays? Because when chatzos comes, you need after the flavor in your mouth. After chatzos. Yeah. So he says, what if you're running late? And, uh, you know, it's 20 minutes before midnight and your wife's just about to serve the meal. Well, you know, tell her, forget about it. We're eating the Afikoyman. So he says like this. He says, no, you do it like this. Laman da Omar, according to Blas Mazariah, the Eina Pesach Nechel until mid, except till midnight. And so to Matzah, he says, The only reason you can't eat is so that when Chatzois comes, you still have the action is, um, is extant because you have the flavor. But once Chatzois comes, eat what you want. And then he says, And it has to be. After Chatzos, it's all over. Why wouldn't you be able to eat? Yeah. Again, Rav Moshe says it's not, he disagrees. But Avnezer says, after this man, Vadai, there's no chiv that the flavor should be in your mouth. Rak only during this man. After Chatzos, it's all over. Why would you have to have them? Valkane, therefore, near it seems like this. 
If in the middle of the meal, or so you're during soup, you see it's 10 minutes till chatzos, but your wife still wants to search the dessert, right? She's been making this, this, uh, this Pesach Dikka dessert, you better eat. So what you should do like this. You should eat a kazais matzah al tanai. You make a condition. The famous condition of the Avni Nezer. Everyone talks about it, but they only quote the last couple lines. Now you have the whole background. Yeah. Says the Avni Nezer, you know what the condition is? You say it like this. It's five minutes before Chatzos, you're, you're eating a filter fish. If the Allah is like Rabbi Loza ben Azariah, this is my Afikoyman. You eat Afikoyman right then, you have a Kazayas. And then you wait two minutes till the clock ticks 12, till Chatzos. And then you eat. Vayamtin Adlach, wait till Chatzos, and then you eat your Suda. Vayachakach, and then you eat your, then you eat another Afikoyman for Rabbi Akiva. Yoytse Mona, either way you're Yoytse. If Allah Rabbi Loza that it all ends by midnight. I already had my first afikoyman. And achel chatzas, mutalechel, you can eat what you want. And lach like Rabbi Akiva, no problem. I have till dawn, and I had my second afikoyman. Either way, you can eat This is the famous condition of the Avne Nezer. Rabbi Chaim Brisker wait, why did this. Again? What? Because according to Rabbi Akiva, you had, first afikoyman was no good because you ate after it. But halacha, if you eat after afikoyman, you've got to eat another one. It's a strict halacha. So, uh, yeah, you got to eat too. And Reb Chaim Brisker used to follow this condition of the Avnei Nezer. And Reb Moshe Feinstein, in his tshuva, he disagrees with the whole thing. He says this whole thing is too original. No one ever said it. It's just, it's a, it's a nice sheer. It's a nice discussion. It's not halachic. And he says, he says, he, Reb Moshe says, he blew quantra belaza ben Azariah. Even after chatzos, you can't eat. You can't eat. Why? Why? Because yeah. the Mishnah, yeah. you have to go to sleep with the flavor in your mouth. You got it. Your soul needs to descend to heaven that night. You have all the different Listen, that we talked that, about the whole show. No, 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 no. As far as, as, far as Rabbi Loza ben Azariah. As far as Rabbi Rabbi Akiva. No, so no, but then, then, then you're you playing with fire. Then, then you have the the bechal. Yeah, you're going so back to the original debate. Hold on, hold on. So let me let me just. Rav Moshe has a few points. Rav Moshe's other point. Hello. Rav Moshe's other point is that he believes even the Rambam and Rabbi Akiva hold of the safeguard. If you hold of the safeguard, you can't do the Avnezer's condition because Rabbi Akiva doesn't let you just eat the meal. In fact, Rabbi Yitzchak Weiss. The Minchas Yitzchak was a big rav in Yerushalayim a couple of decades ago. He also, he had that same kasha, just like Rav Moshe, he said, I don't get it. He says so many poiskim, the Prichadash, the Vilnagan, many poiskim hold that even according to the Ramban Rabbi Akiva, there's still a safeguard of midnight for, um, for matzah. And therefore they say that, what's that is talking about? Even Rabbi Akiva would say, you've got to get it in by midnight. So I would tell you what my gut said before. Even if the Rambam holds of a safeguard, it's only on the matzah, which is biblical, right. not on the afikoyim. And that the Rambam, the Rambam so holds, it's just a, a zeicher. And the way the Alter Rebbe writes it, that you can be uh, not about afikoyim. In number eight, the Alter Rebbe differentiated afikoyim. Okay, he was more machmer. Okay, the second part, uh, according so to that, you shouldn't then? be able to do the second part. Correct, correct, correct. Uh, Ramosha Feinstein says you got to get everything in yeah, by midnight. The Alter Rebbe in number so, uh, eight. So I got to run next. But let me just tell you that. There's a well-known Hayyim Yom that the Rabbeim, when it came to the second night, they were... It seems like they ate matzah well after Chatzos. 
the as well. the Mishnah Bruder and the Noid Buda hold that you can't make a bracha ala chilas matzah the second night after chatzos is not this in Fira Afikoman, this is the real matzah. <clears throat> Where's the mashma there being? Who does that late? Because yeah. they were so machmer, very, very late. No, it's not like you mean. Yeah, but we not don't. The, no, uh, well, they were mach, they were, they, they, they were mairich and shulchan oirich, they were mairich and magit. But we don't do that. If they had the matzah before chatzoy, so what, are they, what were they waiting for? No, 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 no. It's magit they were mairich. For sure, that's what yeah, it said, they were mairich and magit. Oh, hold on, hold on. Comes out <clears throat> so, so what's the pshat? <clears throat> so, so... Luchayr, since it's the second night, it's only... By the Rebbe Seder... I used to come, it was the Rebbe already ate the affigament. Right, so I heard one of my older Rosh Hashivas told me that he was by the Rebbe Seder Zabacher, and he saw the Rebbe, even the second night, was always careful to have afikoyim, afikoyim before midnight. Even the second night, have afikoyim before midnight. It seems like the earlier Rabbeim was just the opposite. Even the Moitzi Matzah they did after midnight. After, after. So, you know what? It says they were Meirich till 3, 4 in the morning. Well, where, where were they Meirich? In Shulchan Eirich? No. In Magid, in Magid. But either, either way, they definitely didn't do Afikoyimen before. So, what, so that you definitely have a debate. The Rebbe was Machmir Afikoyimen before Chatzois, the Rabbeim not. It seems to me even Moitzi Matzah, but definitely Afikoyimen. So if Afikoyimen, you have a simple answer. That uh, most Rishonim hold Afikoyimen is not the main matzah. It's just the Rabbonon, right? And it's the second night, you know? And there's no and, second and, rock on and, it. and it could be that the Rambam L'Chadchila said that Afikoyimen you have a whole night. There's no safeguard because it's only a rabbinic. No, so the second night you could be a man. Between first and second night either. Correct, so correct, correct. But it's not, the Altrebbe doesn't bring it because the Poskin before him didn't bring it. Al-Tseb is not going to create something of his own. What about the first and second night? Um, no, apparently none of the big Poskim said it. al is no one to quote from. He's, he never creates his own, brings his own... Uh, the question is, what if the Rabbi and Poshut had Moitzi Matzah after Chatzos? Yeah, Rebbe Rashab was Moitzi Matzah after Chatzos. Rebbe Rashab, the second night, he did not... He was Meirich Vu in Magid, or the Meirich Given? In Magid. So when did the Esh get the Matzah? Gorspet, not Chatzos. No, before Chatzos. So what was he Meirich in? Just the magic. No, that, that he changed the seder of what to do. Oh, no, the, 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 the that's what the Rebbe says to do. Was, 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 <laughs> did not eat the later on. No, that the, the, the Freddy Rebbe, he, uh, even that he did before midnight. Right, right. But the Rebbe Rashab was Meirich till very late. Close yeah, to the door. Yeah, the second night, you assume Yeah, in what? In Magid. Yeah, in mean, Magid. What else could it be? How else could you learn the Hayyam Yem? Magid in what? During Shoch, they spoke about. In Magid? No, Magid is a text. You don't, you don't make sure the Rosh during texts. No. Even, even today, no. after you have the text. Even today. The Mitzvah the Saper, according to many, the Mitzvah the you have to be able to point to the Matzah. You can't have eaten it yet. Bavur Zed has to be in front of it you. It would have been a Chiddush, would have been explicitly stated that they ate Matzah after Chatzais. It didn't want to clearly say so It could be, could be. In the safer, so I, so I, I would tell you, the Reb, I would tell you, it doesn't say it clearly because of it's against a clear Noidib Yehuda. It's, 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 it's a halachic issue. But I do think it's implicit in the words. We have it over here. 
the the Rebbe Rashab was careful the first night to have Afikayim before Chatzos. The second night he was Meirich. In other words, Afikayim and definitely after, but it doesn't say Meitzi Matzah. But then it says he would start before nine and he would finish it three or four hours after Chatzos. And he was Meirich Bebir Hagadah. Not during Maggi, during Shulchan Eirich. <laughs> yeah. All right, so we'll... Uh, <laughs> anyhow, I've got to run next door. This, uh, <laughs> <laughs>